You're listening to High Radio with Miss Amber. Hi. Have her on the show and get the conversation going. Uh, she goes by the name of uh, Nadu. Nadu Latte, how are you doing? <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the show with me. I love it. How was your day today? Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Yeah. How was Could you tell us a bit about what you did or anything? Inter- did you cook something interesting? Or what? Yeah. So I was relaxing or I didn't cook or do nothing. It was a relaxing day for you. Got it. Yeah, I get it. I should I say I was actually surprised to know that uh that you have kids. <laughs> I was surprised and not because of anything because you look so like young. Yeah. You could be like you could tell people you're 18 and <laughs> they would believe it. 25 they would believe it, like you could be any age. <laughs> it's true like you know like you you would age well <laughs> definitely all right so uh, we have you here on the show and uh we're going to talk about some few stuff obviously i i know you from uh, social media uh, uh about your story uh but first things first could you tell us a bit about who you are yes i'm nagulati mm-hmm. 60 years old married with Two, three beautiful children, two boys and one girl. Love it. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to adjust the mic a bit. <laughs> oh, the headphones. All right. All right. This is, this is live, people. Thank you, Vanessa, for the, for the comment. She said, please do check. Let us have a mic check so that we make sure that everybody can listen right and things. So, um... You have the earphone. Can you hear yourself? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. So if there's any feedback, people on Facebook, uh, please do comment. We are assured that the sound is right now. <laughs> so back to question. Um, who is who is Nadu Latte? Yeah. So what I said, yeah. Um, Nadu Latte, 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Three children. Two boys and one girl. Mm-hmm. Uh... The- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-two. Yeah. To uh, looking younger. <laughs> <laughs> looking younger than yeah. you really look like. <laughs> yeah. I always hear that. So, with children yes. and uh, you're married. And yeah. where do you? Uh, where are you based? You live here in the Netherlands, or? Yeah, yeah I live in uh, Permanent. In Permanent. Yes. Okay. I think three or four years now. Oh, so, okay. yeah, not so long. All right. Yeah. And that is like um, how how long from the city of Amsterdam? Oh, uh, for. 30 minutes, so 45 minutes. 45 yeah. minutes. Oh, that's quite some distance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. And you used to live in the city of Amsterdam because we, we were early talking about you uh, knowing the area, mm-hmm. fence of Boulder yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you cannot get lost in Zuidoos. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. So tell us, has it has Zuidoos changed since you moved out? or? Yeah, yeah. It's more beautiful. More beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so uh, things are going on for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you think of moving back? Uh, no. Not yet. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> is, uh, is yeah. really the place for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good. And can you tell us a bit about what you do um, as a profession? Yeah. Um, I work with, uh, elder- with elderly people, but since I, but, uh, since I was sick then, I don't do it anymore because it's too heavy okay. to work with them. 
So I I've, yeah, so I've stopped that. So I'm I'm looking for something where I can do. I see. Yeah. So is that something as a nursing or? Um, yeah, I, I really don't know what I want to do. So I'm okay. still looking. Yeah. Yeah. And the job um, that you did before was it taking? Was it caretaking? Yeah, it was or? care. Yeah, it was caretaking and I giving me medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're on a, a switch. Uh, finding out some new things that you could do. Yeah. And um, back back to your story because um, um, you're on social media, obviously. <laughs> you're frequently sharing a story that's mm -hmm. very uh, uh, close to you. And um, yeah, let's, can you share us a bit about what that story is that you came forward with? Okay, yes. <laughs> um, like you all know, I'm a, a cancer survivor, breast cancer survivor. Yeah. And how... Um, I, didn't, it, I, don't, I don't even know how to say it, but um, okay, it happened like I was pregnant, yeah. uh, I think around six, seven months, and I saw a lump on my breast. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was small, so I didn't take it that serious. You could see it or yeah, feel it. Yeah, you, I could see it. But it was very small. It was very, very small. Yeah. So I thought it was, uh, uh, in English, I don't know how to say it, my, I strong about it, it's Melklir. A malclear. Yeah. Um, I will. I will find the word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so you were kind of thinking it was just something normal. Yes. 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 Got yes. it. So I thought it was that, but later on it was it was getting bigger. So I told my friend, but, uh, memory gland. Oh yeah, memory gland. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is it. And I thought, and so I told my friend, that I have a lump. I think is, but she said no. She don't think so. So I have to go to the to the midwife. Yeah. And I said okay, but I always if I go to the midwife, I forget because you don't feel the pain or yeah. So I forget, and I always had other other kind of problems or complications. So mm -hmm. I will talk about that, but not about that thing. Okay. Yeah. So, but in a, like in few weeks, it was it was getting bigger and bigger. So I had a appointment at the hospital. And I asked the nurse if she can take a look. And she looked at it and she said, no, it's not what I think what it is. So it's better that I will go to the house doctor. Okay. That yeah. was during the pregnancy yeah. because obviously you were vi visiting yeah. regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. was this your third child? Yeah, it was my third child. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, see. I called the doctor and he said I can come right. So mm -hmm. I went and he was looking at it and he said he thinks it's a tumor, but he really don't know. So I have to go to the hospital again so i went to the hospital and they, they said they will, they will do a biop and i said okay so they took a piece out of it and later they they look at my armpit and they said my armpit is restless i said ah, restless <laughs> <What is Yeah. that? laughs> and i thought restless so it, it it sounded really strange yeah it does yeah it does Absolutely. So they they took uh, they took uh, a bit of, out of my armpit as well, and they said I have to go to the mama poly, and I said okay. At the time that I went, it was late. There was nobody. Mm -hmm. So when I went, they said I have to come the following week, and I have to bring my partner. And I said okay, but I think if I saw people there, I will know it is a cancer clinic, but I didn't know. Okay. They yeah. they just said come and visit. Yes. They didn't go into detail no. as to where you're coming. No, no, yeah. no. So I didn't know. So my so the week was was fine. I I didn't even think about it. I thought it was something minor or something. Yeah. Yeah. So the it was on a Friday. So the Friday we went and 
you can see that the nurse was a little bit nervous. She didn't know how to tell me. Yeah. So she said, now do I have bad news? And I'm so okay. And she said, Faya, you have breast cancer. So when she told me, I was like, Fan, are you sure? Exactly. Yeah. And I keep on asking Fan, are you sure? Because I'm pregnant. And I thought if you have cancer, you cannot, you can you can be pregnant with uh, breast cancer or with cancer. Yeah. So it it sounded really strange in my ears. Yeah. So can imagine. Yeah. So I was crying, and then she said she is not finished. What no more? I thought what? What else? Yeah. And she said for yeah, and it spread to your armpit. I thought for no. I'm, then I'm going to die. That was. That was yeah, because that's the first thing that comes to, to yeah. mind. Yeah, you know, really. I thought, oh, how my children think. Wow, if I'm going to die, who is going to look after them? They will get a stepmother. Your word and, flashes before yeah, you. Yeah, really, really. I get I, it. Yeah, I was so in shock, and she was talking, talking, talking the whole time. I didn't hear nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. And and from there, yeah, the circus started. That's where, um, that's kind of like, I could imagine like everything just switches off mm-hmm. and you get into your own zone and I can't even imagine how that feels. Um, what else was going through your mind at that, at that moment? Yeah. Or well, that moment you feel like they've put something heavy on your shoulder. You feel, you don't feel like, nor- like a normal person because yeah. cancer, you, I hear about it, but I know that you you will die. That's that's what I know. Yeah, that's most of the time yeah. what we think. Yeah, you know. And I know the chemo, what will happen, and but I never thought that it would happen to me. And I thought thirty years old. I was young. There was, I, I, so this was two years ago, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought no, and I was like, God, why? That you will think for well, what did you do wrong? Did you eat well? I don't smoke. I drink sometimes, but I don't think because, because drinking will get cancer or something. So I thought, no, nah, it's a punishment. You you think a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I thought, how I'm going to tell my friends and my family because it is a must to tell because I'm pregnant and I don't need, I don't want them to come to my place and come to visit the children. And then I understand, yeah. yeah. So all kinds of things uh, go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm really interested at is um, what the, how the story continues mm-hmm. from there and uh, the stages that you went mm-hmm. through. Uh, but first, we're just going to uh, get to some music. Yes. Uh, and then uh, we're going to come right back and uh, tell us about, you know, from uh, being diagnosed, mm-hmm. hearing the news mm-hmm. and um, the stages. I would yeah. really love to hear that uh, okay. from you. So we're going to be right back. <laughs> And we're gonna listen to Iyanya with uh, no drama. Yes. And how they can help us change or further help develop our community. We are still talking about African health to uh, Nadu Latte, who is a breast cancer survivor. Uh, she shares an amazing story and uh, she continues to talk about uh, from the moment she was diagnosed. And um, what else has come her way? Uh, but first and foremost, you have a friend with you. Yes. <laughs> please, please introduce you, a lovely friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my good friends, Jennifer. Jennifer Boating. Yeah. Yeah. And Welcome. she, yeah, she helped me a lot too. 
to come out with my story. So yeah, she's yeah. A, a very a blessing for to me. You can feel the support. Yeah, even, yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely. You can almost grab it. <laughs> True. Good to have you on the show. So uh, now that we talked about the moment you were diagnosed, yeah. you discovered uh, a lump mm-hmm. uh, in your breast. And um, you could see it, so yeah. it was it was physically yeah. there. Yeah. You were pregnant at the same time. Yeah. Uh, as you were going to the hospital regularly, mm-hmm. it was your moment to also kind of finally ask, "Hey, mm-hmm. something is going on in my body." Yeah. Um, they discovered that it was uh, breast cancer, yeah. and that at that time it had spread to your armpit as well. Yeah. So, um, what happened from then? Yeah, from then they told me it was stage two, so they have to. Uh, like um because I'm pregnant so they have to call all the doctors and to do a big meeting to set they have to know of how to help me because 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 I'm pregnant so they didn't know if I have to deliver early or they will they will do a C-section so they were busy with that so, yeah yeah what does stage 2 mean for people that uh, aren't familiar with it like stage 1 is then uh, it's like that you 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 can't even see, you can you can't even see it is an um, I didn't I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's yeah. there but it's not visible. So yeah. that that lump that you didn't yeah. that you saw mm-hmm. is not there at stage yeah. one, yes. right? Yes, yes. And then um, the, the like the chemo you will get you will even get chemo because they can um, it's easy to operate because it's so small. They can find it. Yeah, and locate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So you will do the. So you won't get chemo, but you will. Uh, you will. They will do operation. Yeah. And radiotherapy. Okay. So it's then simple. Mm-hmm. But when you go to stage two, then you have to do the chemotherapy, the uh, radio, uh, radiotherapy, and operation. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, if you go to third, is then more heavier, heavier. And then fourth is the last. Fourth is the last. So fourth yeah. is is to the last stage. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Mm-hmm. So back to um, yeah. What was next for you? Yeah. So they told me uh, they have to do um, uh, not even operation. My uh, who's second now? Yeah. Um, you can say it in Dutch. No problem. Yeah. So we actually on the zoek doen om te kijken. Research. Uh, yeah, research. On the kijk als het nog verder is verspreid. Okay, so yeah. I had to look at to what extent did it spread yes. to other places in yeah. your body. Yeah, Got so it. that was important. Mm-hmm. So I was going to the hospital regularly to do all kind of checkups and was was mad. It was in- intense, intense, isn't it? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really really intense. So I think I, I did that for one month, and then they told me they gave me a date, uh, the date to deliver. And if and they said if I deliver that date, I got one week to rest, and then I have to start the chemotherapy. Okay, so how far were you uh, um, in your pregnancy? Um, I was lucky, so I was eight and a half months. Okay, yeah. Then so it, yeah. it was still small, but it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Okay, so uh, I was lucky. So you were able to to deliver. It yeah. was it they, was they, probably forcefully done, yeah, it was right? Forfe- yeah, forcefully. So they gave yeah. me. Um, I forget the name. Is it? In, do they inject you or oh, something? No, not injection. No injection, but this uh, just something to yeah, draw. Yeah, um, op the wekker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But it's painful. It's nah, it's yeah. painful. 
Yeah, I can't imagine the the things that that you endure yeah. for your body. Yes, okay. yeah. So you were finally able to deliver. Was it your son? Yeah, uh, my son. Thank Kayden. God you did. Yeah, <laughs> miracle baby on yeah, its own. Yeah, really, really, yeah, miracle baby. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And what was the next stage at that time? Because you had a week to rest. Yeah. Which um, what what kind of rest would people think of? Because um, is it that you're on bed rest? Mm -hmm. Is it that you are absolutely can't do anything? Mm -hmm. How does that look? No, the rest is just that you can enjoy your baby for a week. You can do your t your things, tell people, and cut your hair or do yeah that kind of things. So so there is a type of process that you need to go through. Yeah, uh, I didn't know about cutting your hair, uh, <laughs> but that was included. Yeah, but they won't tell you. My friend told me. To cut my she because she worked with cancer people, mm -hmm. so she she told me it's better that I will cut my hair because if I started the chemo, it will be painful to yeah, see. Yeah, it will fall off and it's yeah, it's, it's just a mess. So when she told me, I thought, yeah, I will do that. Yeah. So I asked my friend, she's a hairdresser, and she and she even though she's emotional, but she yeah. you won't see. So I thought, yeah, she's the right person to do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't okay. need somebody also crying with me or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's kind of strong yeah. when it comes to that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So she did it for me, so... Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of... It seems like your friends were able to help you yeah. through that. Yeah. How was yeah. their uh, their reaction at first and mm -hmm. how, how did they help you through this? Because we're talking about this one week mm -hmm. period, cutting mm -hmm. your hair, enjoying your baby, bed mm -hmm. rest and these things and mentally preparing for what's yeah, to come. Yeah, yeah. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Because yeah. I know, because uh, the doctors told me it will be very hard. It's, it's a very hard uh, process. Mm -hmm. So mentally I have to prepare myself. So I, t I said, okay. And I started telling my friends and they all were shocked. They were all shocked from and I didn't I didn't have a a lamsaka a manier om te vertellen but I thought okay if she calls then I will tell it and sometimes and those that I, I know I speak daily those I called mm. and and the rest they called me to ask how how's the pregnancy and then if if we talk then I say yeah oh yeah by the way I have cancer yeah this whole so that, that is how you dropped it. Yeah, that I dropped it like that. <laughs> because I, I was keep telling it, so it was like normal. Yeah. I was okay. like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and they, but because they heard for the first time, they were, Nato, how, who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you, uh, why are you so normal? Why are you not crying? Or something, I was just laughing like, yeah, school. And they were like, are you crazy? You have cancer. I'm like, yeah. You still th stood through it and yeah. things. So um, what I wanted to know, like, what was the doctor's kind of prediction to you? Like, what was the type of hopes they gave mm -hmm. to you before going through everything? Uh, first, because it, first they, they, wasn't, they weren't sure if I can keep my breast or do the brosparende. Mm -hmm. So they were like, who and what? What is that? Is that like, like um, saving, your saving, yeah, saving your breast? So they will do only the operation. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So they were like, so it, it took a long time before they knew what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And because I wasn't fam familiar in, so I didn't know what to do or what to choose. Yeah, so, I can imagine. Yeah. So what I know now, if I knew that time, I will do differently. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. that in a bit. <laughs> uh, people that are commenting in the meantime on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Danso, your name is so long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Danso is saying, Pooh girl, I know your pain. Hats off to you. Oh. This is painful. And, um, she's feeling with you. To all of the people that are listening, if you have questions and, uh, comments, feel free to drop them. And if you are listening off of Facebook, you can also call the high radio hotline, which you can reach through plus 316-844-26142. I repeat plus 316-844-26142 and ask questions. If you have uh, gone through something uh, in the meantime um, relating to that today, I even had a message from somebody from Ghana who was saying, you need to bring this conversation mm. to Ghana because mm. my husband uh, in her case, I felt so sorry for her. He died because of liver cancer mm. and thing. So you could actually see that um, people would love to have an outcry or a place oh. where they could talk about the, mm-hmm. the least, you yeah. know, even though yeah. it might not bring um, bring back their health True. or something like that. They would desire uh, a place where they could talk about it. Yeah. So like big ups to you for even doing that and being so brave yeah. to come on social media and platforms to talk about what you've been mm-hmm. through. Um, now onto the uh, treating and making sure that you were cancer free. Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell us a bit about that. That journey yeah. from uh, first day going to chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit more about yeah. that. So the first day, I went with my husband to the uh, to the clinic, and I wasn't nervous. But when I sat down mm-hmm. on the bed, and they and she came with the like the spiller. The stuff, yeah, the equipment, yeah, the um, Because yes. did you choose for chemotherapy? Mm-hmm. I or, didn't have, or I, I didn't have choice. Okay, yeah, okay, you, you have you have to do the chemo. Okay, I thought yeah. you said uh, either surgery or chemotherapy. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That then they decided um, to do the chemo. That oh, I, okay, yeah, that I will, I will have my breast. So it was an option before. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. before it wasn't an option. They they weren't sure. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah, they weren't sure. Got it. Yeah. So how did that go? Tell us a bit about yeah, that. Yeah. So the first day, so yeah, when she came with the equipment, then I felt like it's going to start now. I yeah. was Then I was so emotional. Then it was really hard on me. Yeah. Then I knew it wasn't even start, but I felt sick. Then I knew, fun. yeah, I'm now a sick person. Mm-hmm. So when she came and put the the needle in and and the stuff. Uh, rain of uh, ging door mijn aderen heen. Yeah, so you could feel it yeah, going through your yeah. veins. Yes. Okay, so it's a liquid which is treated. Yes, yeah, okay. it's a liquid. Because because one one of the major uh, misconceptions is that people think chemotherapy is um, radiation treatment. Oh, you, you you have that also. Oh, that uh, is yeah, okay. Yeah, that I did that also. Oh, that's, okay. that, that's the radiotherapy. That's radiotherapy. Yeah, so that is a, also a, a chemo. Yeah, but that therapy. is yeah. That's yeah. I would that I'll tell you. Okay. Good. Yeah. Great. Because I started with the uh, with the chemo. Chemo. Yeah. Okay. This the radiation was later on. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So <laughs> I felt it and like chemotherapy is so bad. It is. It's chemicals. It's chemicals. Yeah. It just, yeah. When you felt restoring things in your body. Mm-hmm. And I told them like it was burning, so she came with like uh, an an ice pack, but on the top to warm. So mm. yeah, 
to so warm up, yeah, to warm up the liquid. No, to warm up like my adre. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it was hurting, was bra- was on brander. Oh, yeah. So, so when yeah. crazy, warms your wings, yeah, it becomes yeah, pain, pain yeah, painless. Yeah, oh, okay. the, the pain is not less. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So, uh, I started with on the three weeks, like on the three weeks, then I have to go. Yeah. But in total, I I had to go sixteen times. Oh wow! Yeah, sixteen times every three weeks. The first, I, I I got two. Uh, two kind of chemo. Mm-hmm. The I I I got four. That was on the three weeks. Four on the three weeks, mm-hmm. and that is done for the whole body. So every cancer, mm-hmm. what in my what is in my body, it it get destroyed. Okay. And yeah, and the rest was for only for the breast cancer. It was only for my breast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the first one then the four times that that's four times three k three weeks on the three weeks. Yeah. So I started with that one. So that was 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 painful and yeah. was and was so red was a red lick uh yeah liquid so if you go to the toilet you pee red wow. yeah if you was sweating you you was sweating red wow. yeah and was uh, that's intense yeah he was he was thinking and nah it's bad mm. yeah was nah. Mm. So for how long was this uh, this bit of of treatment? Um, was, I started in March mm-hmm. and I ended like August and uh, yeah, end August. March yeah. and the end and of August, August with yeah. that part. With that part, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And because it was hurting me always, so they they said they they can put a pick line and it's like a small operation. Then they will do like from your uh, your arm here, and then they put like a line. In your veins to your your like to your heart here, so that they don't need to uh, put the needle in your arm. So they put it in that like in that thing. So you don't feel nothing. You just feel that you're feeling something in your body, but it was not painful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you choose to do that? Yeah. Then I choose to do. There was because the pain was too much, and later on it's like the wounds was. Um, wasn't that a healer? It was not. It wasn't he- healing. Yeah, it wasn't healing, and I was getting sicker, mm-hmm. and I couldn't eat. My hair was falling off. Even I didn't had hair, but the small, small ones that was left over was over over the whole house. Um, my fingers of like my nails was getting black. Yeah. Yeah. It was um. Very intense yeah, experience. Yeah, it was intense. Was. Yeah, it was intense. It was really intense. And that's pretty serious. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, ready to drop a song so that we uh, come back because I have to. I have to take that in. Um, I I feel for you, even though mm-hmm. I don't know what it feels like. Um, I I don't have any words mm-hmm. <laughs> for it. I can't like imagine how terrible yeah. that might have been for you. Um, but let's go uh, and listen to a song and then we're going to be right mm-hmm. back and talk about your journey from then because mm-hmm. then you had another treatment. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously when your recovery started, mm-hmm. because in your case, there was light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and I feel really as to uh, share that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to be right back as we listen to Kwame Eugene with My Time. Uh, we are still having a deep conversation. I had to catch a deep breath because I feel for a lovely sister that we have here on the show, breast cancer survivor who um, openly shares about her experience. Shout out to Mummy's Queen Sharon, uh, who's saying you are a very strong lady. May God bless you, sis. Wow. 
Um, lost my mom also with this sickness, but oh. I thank God for your life. Thank you for showing love. Uh, Samwa Apra is saying God is good. And uh, Nita Buama is saying uh, amen. Uh, probably somewhere along the line, we said something and she's agreeing with it and saying <laughs> amen. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, for people who want to call, um, call me on, on, on my number, which is plus 316-847-36402. Um, because the high radio hotline is flat now. So if you have anything to share, you're listening outside of the Facebook or you're too shy to drop a comment, you can call or you can, uh, share anything that you would like to share with us. Uh, we're still talking to a uh, Nadu Latte who was talking about her experience of going through chemotherapy for like over six months. Mm -hmm. You had to go through this chemical, terrible experience, losing your hair and becoming weaker and things. Uh, when was it finally over um, as, as far as treatment is concerned? Uh, the treatment, uh, like the chemo was uh, finished in August. And then like in October, I started the operation. It's just just one day so what what type of operation is that uh, because uh, the chemo was to get the uh, the cancer smaller so that they can operate because it was too okay. big to got it operate it okay so they uh, so then October then they said it's good so they can operate so they operated it and they removed it yeah. were able to remove it yeah. okay yeah. yeah and um what about the aftermath recovering because this is um, which year was this 2016 or uh 17 2017, 2017 yeah was this yeah what was the aftermath uh recovering how was that experience for you tell us a bit about that the recovering i thought i was recovering but then i did the uh, radiotherapy so, okay yeah. you had to go back yeah so like like the chemo alone was six months and then one month was like okay one day was the operation and then i did uh and then i did one month again that was the radiotherapy okay yeah and then in the meantime i had injections in my leg that was for one year or something wow what type of injections um, um it's like to, uh, to break every cells if if the if my body wants to make cells um for cancer it will break it so they needed to uh, pro uh, uh, progress of longer and longer because they wanted to be sure that it won't come back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, they, so they had to really make sure they spread it um, yeah. or yeah. the way it spread, they get out of your system in every way, in yeah. every sort of yeah. way. Yeah. So first was downsizing the, the, the tumor, yeah. 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 then removing it through yeah. surgery. Yeah. And then securing that it doesn't come back mm -hmm. by injecting yeah. uh, as well. Yeah. And then so, the radiotherapy. And the radiotherapy. Yeah. Okay. That was uh, afterwards. That is that not the, uh, after the operation. After the yeah, operation, was, you went through that. Yeah. And that was one month. Okay. Yeah. Um, through it all, because this might have uh, been very intensive on your mm -hmm. body, intensive for your family, mm -hmm. uh, your kids, because obviously mommy can be there mm -hmm. uh, like she would have loved to or like mm -hmm. she was before. Um, I can't even imagine how all of that could be, you know, yes. to your, your mental health uh, and everything. Uh, what got you through it? Because my, like my kids, I thought I have mm -hmm. to stay strong for my kids. And you can see they were, they were hurting. Um, like the, the, the newborn, they, they, she, he didn't see anything. Got it. And the, the second one, he, she was, she didn't really know what was happening, but mm -hmm. the oldest, 
he saw it and he was always asking why are you always tired why are people coming our in our house and when friends were coming then he was he was like mama uh, can you put your wig on because you're you're, you're bald and it don't look nice and this, it was yeah so when he was telling me that what i felt pain like i can imagine yeah because yeah. you can't help it it's not something you decide mm-hmm. to go through yeah um that must be very yeah very intense yeah 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 so uh, getting you through this was your kids yeah. obviously yeah. they kept you alive yeah. uh what else kept you to persist uh through everything and yeah come out it was more oakmore prayer and uh, and like thinking about life Mm -hmm. because before i was sick i was like i was okay i was doing things like it's not needed you will buy stuff and do like things that is not so important Mm -hmm. and when you have like everything of things of everything what you need it's like your prayer life will get weak a bit you won't pray as much because it's like you don't need god's help yeah but we have to know that God can give you everything, but he can take it, like, in, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, from like, no, it's time to be, like, seriously with God, mm-hmm. pray. And even though I don't need something, I still have to seek him. Yeah. Because without him, yeah, we are nothing. Yeah. And I saw, like, your health is so important. Yeah. Because uh, when, you, when you're never sick, you don't see it. But when it happened, you see... Um, you can't um, like without your health you can't go to work you can, your your stuff that you want to wear you can't wear it you can't go on vacation you're always you're always in pain and so you can see like no your health is so so important got it yeah got it uh, I love that I love um, and then you were able to persist through and have a combination of things mm. getting you through Nita mm. uh, Buama is saying uh, Nedu has been handling this sickness like a champ <laughs> even though she was tired all the time she went through it no complaints uh, keeping the pain to her always smiling thinking about others uh, she persisted and kept pushing <laughs> now that is uh, an amazing thing oh. I guess Mm-hmm. For somebody that knows you, mm-hmm. uh, Lady LeMay Lizzie says uh, that's so true. So that's definitely yeah. a story from your environment. Yes. As true. they have seen you uh, yeah. going through this, this hell of an experience. That's true. So, um, so let's talk about your recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You're obviously, you're still here. I'm so happy you are. <laughs> uh, you're smiling, sharing your mm-hmm. story. Tell us a bit about your recovery. Your recovering was, was, was heavy was very heavy that's like what they say you if i don't tell you that i'm sick you will never never see it i mm. always i'm all i always laugh and i felt like when i was sick i felt like life was uh it just was flying me by or something like everybody likes everybody's life was going on so i i thought i will force myself to go out when there's party i will go <laughs> even though i can't wear heels then i will buy i bought some so thick heels so you can walk on it yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah almost a wedge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got so, it. yeah so by force everything i was there so some people heard that i was sick but they were questioning like ah, is she sick is she, is she not sick is she sick because you won't see but if you if you look to my look at my face you will see i don't have any hair yeah, because my bang brow, or my eyebrows were were were, were, were gone. gone, and my um, my vampers, eyelashes Your yeah. as well, as well. So it, yeah. yeah, so you will see there's something wrong. Yeah. 
because you have to try and um draw your own uh, eyebrow and that yeah. is so difficult without any hair any yeah, yeah. yeah i can imagine it was so difficult sometimes one eyebrow was so thick <laughs> Sometimes I looked at the picture thing. Oh my god, how did it I was go a loss. Yeah. It was all kinds of crazy. <laughs> really, really. Got it. And then later I I think I felt in like so light depression or something because when when it was finished it's like um like when iedereen heeft je dan gelaten. Yeah. All doctors so zijn klaar met jou. Yeah, the doctors have left you alone. Yeah. You're left to pick up the pieces by yeah, yourself and yeah. build up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So I felt alone and I was I was searching for somebody to talk with. Yeah. The uh, like a person that uh, had go to the same thing, but I I couldn't find anybody. And my friends I tell them but then they'll get emotional and then they will cry and yeah then i feel i feel sad for them yeah <laughs> so i don't i think for no i don't want to put them in that situation situation yeah so Got i it. so i kept it so if mm-hmm. they ask me how are you doing so i find oh but i'm i'm cool yeah yeah but i don't go into details mm-hmm. but i felt i felt alone and i thought am i the only ghanian with cancer or I'm a, maybe I'm a freak or something. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's my family in Ghana. They don't like me, so mm-hmm. they, are, they throw they throw uh, cancer First to me. Or yeah, so, yeah, or something. I was thinking all about, kinds of thoughts. Yeah, all kinds. Of. Yeah, and emotional. I was I wasn't stable, so I was always crying. Yeah, when I'm alone, when I'm watching TV. When somebody dies, I cry on TV. When you shout to a child, I will cry. I'll cry on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they said to me, I have to go to a shrink. Like that father. Like that What? A dark, a dark person. Why are you going? Why are you? What are you going to do at the shrink? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I went there, and she she asked me, what can she do for me? I said I don't know because they sent me, and I don't. Yeah, think. that's the type of questions yeah. is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I to, and I said, "Fan, I don't think you can help me because if I tell my story, you still you can't help me because I still have the problem. You can't solve my problem. Yeah. So it was a back and forth thing. So <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah. So she was even tired of me. I said, "Fan, next time I, I have to come." So then she asked me, "How is it? And how was your week?" And and it was like it was getting worse and worse. So I told her, and still then she asked me, "What can I do for you?" I said. Nish, you can do it. <laughs> and she said, next of uh, the following week, come again. Okay. So the last week when I then when I went and she asked, how was it? To, then it was uh, worse. So then I told her, yeah, it's like I'm hallucinating or something. I see things what is not there. I said, like what? I said sometimes I was driving and I I I thought I saw a child crossing me. So I I uh, I pressed the brake, and I'm lucky that there was no car behind me. Yeah. But later I saw it, it was nobody. Yeah. And it happened like two three times or something. And I told her, and she and she was talking to me. And then I broke down and I cried like. And I told her it's just too heavy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Stefan, I don't know what to do. And Stefan, why can I? Can I can I talk to people around me? And I said no. Like the stuff that I'm going through. I want I don't want to burden them. Yeah. yeah. And and she asked me fun. How do you know that you are burdening them with your problems? Yeah. 
I said no. They will say no that because I can't help it. Yeah. But still, I felt like always like every time I have a problem or something like you're uh, like a capota plato so repeating, yeah, repeating. Yeah. So got it. Yeah, my lady, she helped me, and then I and I I talked to God like He has to help me to yeah. get me out of it because this feeling is so. It's intense. Yeah, it's, it's intense. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. So bad, and and I thought fun. That fun. Okay, if, if nobody will talk about it, then I will bring it out. Okay. And that's part. Then she came in and she was talking to me, and I said I want to do this, and she said, Oh, this is a good idea. When are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, Yeah, I don't know if we need. I'm I'm looking. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And she was pressuring me, and sometimes like months. She won't, she so she won't say anything about it, but then. One day she will come again. And when are you going to do it? <laughs> when are you finally going to talk about yeah. it? Yeah, got it. Yeah, and I and I told her I don't know what to do or how to say it. Or mm-hmm. and she came with ideas. Yeah. And yeah, so shout out to your friend. Yeah, <laughs> really. for supporting yeah, and really. like, giving her ideas to sp- speak out. Yeah. So now that you're out, because we're almost getting into our last few minutes, mm-hmm. people, you can still ask questions. And um, the hotline is still open, 06-847-36402. And um, ask questions and um, keep keep throwing us some encouraging uh, words yeah. as I see them on the Facebook timeline. Um, how, how, how has the reactions been since you have come out? Really, really good, really good, mm-hmm. really good. And I had some, the ad, um, some people had fun. Oh, we Ghanaians, we don't talk about it. I, do, I shouldn't. Talk about it. And yeah. I, I was like, it's my life. Like, it's my story. So yeah. who cares if they talk or not? Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And my chef, yeah, but, you know, Ghana people talks too much and they will run around with your your story and blah, blah, blah. And I, I had fun. Like, who cares? Yeah. I told my story. So if they go and talk and change it, if they go to my page, it will see, like, how I told it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Really? And were you able to find that person that had gone through the same experience? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it helped. It's it's nice to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's you, good. Yeah. Good. So now um cancer free, yes, I assume. Yes, yes. Uh, you are and um what what's next for you as in terms of sharing your story and for you as a person? Because I, I can see you have that spirit, that fight, <laughs> that will always like to get uh, stay involved mm-hmm. with good things, yeah. good vibes only. Uh, what's what's next uh, for you? Because now I'm, um, I'm going to start with, uh, I'm going to do vrijwilligerswerk. Voluntary work. Well, yes. Yeah. And that is then, it's also here in the Southeast. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like, um, what is it? Mama Rosa, I think is the name. Oh, I think it's Mama Rosa. Yeah. And... Uh, and I called them. I said I wanted to do something, mm-hmm. and I know they are they work also with uh, Bertelanders. Yeah. And I said yeah, since foreigners, she, foreigners, yeah, foreigners, yeah. And she was she was happy. She was like she was so looking for a Ghan a Ghanaian person yeah. to speak of the sort of like spoke woman yeah. of standing standing from because she said fun. Um, they have, but they really don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I said, true, we Ghanaians, we don't do that. We don't. We don't. And like I always talk with her, mm-hmm. like the older people, they always they always die, but you never know what, what, the, reason what the reason is. No. What the reason? Never. Or die. Or, uh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Always>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and but but now 
I see uh, people yeah. come for like, yeah, my mom died, my dad died of yeah. cancer. They'll think, oh, so your dad died of cancer? Yeah. And I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I was five, ten years ago and now. And yeah. I'm like, fine. And that's the younger generation. So the older generation does not. No. Nah. Nah, talk nah, about it nah, at all. No, yeah, no. and there are benefits in talking about. Yeah, it. really. It's not just about. Yeah, telling but they, the story, mm-hmm. but it's actually part of the healing process. Yeah, really, because yeah. it's so it's it's a heavy it's a heavy process. So even don't talk about it, you will get crazy in your head yeah. mm-hmm. because your mind your mind plays games with you all the time, mm-hmm. and you're always scared that maybe it will come back or. Yeah, exactly. I can imagine yeah. that that would be so. One of the questions that one would ask, mm. is it in your case, if, if, if maybe you're aware of, mm. is it somewhere in your family that somebody had it? Mm. Do, is it is that the case? No, okay. no, that's it. That's not the case. We don't have it. I ask everybody in the family. I'm the first person. Okay. So that's why I always tell my friends like, Pass up, sort good for yourself. Yeah. Take good care of yourself. Because you never know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. So this is a, a heavy surprise. Really. And I uh, thank God for your life that you come Amen. out uh, very strong. Amen. <laughs> and uh, to share your story. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how people are commenting on that and saying, you know what, you're a real person that uh, has gone and stick through all of this. Um, we've reached the end of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time has flown by mm-hmm. so much. Do you have any last words for um, people that are listening or people mm-hmm. that are going through it? Um, what is your uh, piece of advice yeah. that you would give? My advice, what I always say, nobody knows your body better than you. So if you see something mm-hmm. like take, go to the doctor, we pay, we pay. So insurance yeah, is paid for, so paid make for, use of it. Yeah. And go because cure is better then uh, with the sacrifice of preventing the, yeah, preventing, preventing is better than cure. Cure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please 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 do that because first it was uh, like first of us um you get cancer when you're 70 60 but now it's getting younger and younger i even had um uh, a girl said she was 22 that's that crazy cancer that's like what yeah we have to watch out mm. we have to watch really out because like yeah, yeah. Because life is nice, but if you are sick and you can do nothing, life is sucks. Life sucks then. <laughs> really, <laughs> that's, really, a, that's yeah. a straightforward way yeah. to describe it. <laughs> really, 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 yeah. really. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So if they if they want to talk, they can always mm. uh, contact me on Got my it. Facebook or something. I'm okay. always there for them to help. Okay. And where can people find you online? Social media. Um, yeah. Where can people find you? <laughs> um, on Facebook, Nadu Larty. Mm-hmm. And uh, Instagram also, Nadu underscore Larty. Nadu underscore Larty. Yeah. I'll drop the link. And also yes. you can see it on the uh, on the digital flyer. Yeah. Um, I so much appreciate you for coming here on the show. <laughs> Do you have any last shout outs? <laughs> oh, if I, uh, last shout out to all my friends because uh, there are too much. Because those they came to... Uh, to cook, to clean, oh, to wow. watch the kids. Yeah. Oh, uh, nah, it's too much. Uh, now. 
That's the love the, was real. That's they, the type of friends yeah, you need in really. life. They say Ghanaian people or, or friends are not good or talk too much, but I got good friends. Oh, I don't know about them, but uh, no. You had a good support yeah, system. Really, really, yeah, really, really, really. That, that's what that's what life is. Yeah. It's also about, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you might come here alone or you might die alone, mm -hmm. but uh, through it all, we need each other. You need each other, to, yeah. To make it far. Yeah, really. True. Definitely. True. And I'm happy you're here on the show to share your story. <laughs> I pray that this will be the start of um, people being more open yeah, to share, you know, what yeah. they what they go through. It's not always easy, I no. can say. <laughs> no, true. Um, but I, I really hope this could be a start as uh, we could learn from each other yeah, and yeah. keep things respectful. Yeah. Not associate things mm. with bad no. with bad things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we're, mm -hmm. we're no more in that space. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's put it that yeah. way. So I want to thank you so much for uh, for coming out. Uh, thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> this was the end of uh, of Africa on Focus, mm -hmm. and we talked about health among Africans, and um, you know us being more open about it. Yeah. Breast cancer survivor. She was here on the show. You can follow her on Instagram, um, Facebook. You can contact her if you feel like you want to talk more about what she does. Nadu Latte. Thanks so much.